You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey, you guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. This is your host, Michelle Marie, and today's episode is a little different, but I know it's going to be so impactful if you are a woman or if you're a man with a woman in your life. So basically, 100% of the population can benefit from the information that I'm going to share on today's episode. However, if you have little ears, you might want to save this episode for later because I'm going to be talking about a grown-up and taboo topic specifically dealing with women's health. So if you haven't guessed by now, we're going to be talking about PMS and this other thing called PMDD, our personal experiences with it, how we can navigate during this difficult at times for many of us time of the month. Let's be honest, I think anyone here who's a woman who's listening has definitely had PMS affect her normal day-to-day life at some point. So this is something that it's hard to talk about in this forum, but if you're with a friend or someone that you trust, another girl, another woman, it's not so hard to talk about. So I'm going to try to bring light to this topic. I want to shed light on this subject. I want to everyone feel okay and know that this is normal, but I also want to share what I've done to almost eradicate and eliminate these symptoms from my life. It's literally been life-changing, so that's why I'm talking about it in today's episode. All right, before we dive in, I do want to read the five-star review of the week, and this comes from Mercy25688. And it says, Michelle does an excellent job of getting to the point through the use of self-reflection, her life experiences, and delivers real-world motivation. Her personality shines through in all of her podcasts. Thank you so much, Mercy25688, for that five-star review. Definitely a good segue into today's episode because I'll definitely be using some life experiences about this topic here. So stop me if you've never heard this before or never uttered these words. Oh, I'm so bloated. Oh, I'm so crabby. I must be PMSing because I'm just all over the place emotionally. One minute I'm fine, the next I'm crying. I'm so tired. I don't know if I can go out tonight, girl. I have cramps. You know how that goes. These lists of complaints that goes on and on with so many of us every single month can be a laundry list long. And so many times we're quick to normalize these symptoms and live with them and I want to show you guys today that there is something else you can do to help stop this and go back to living an emotionally stable day-to-day life every single day of the month every single week of the month and not use this as a crutch even if you're feeling physical real symptoms emotional real symptoms I'm not here to tell you that it's not real because that's simply not true. Approximately 3 to 9% of women experience PMS symptoms so severe that it affects our normal day-to-day routines in our life. This is what's known as PMDD or premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I have personal experience with it, you guys. I have it or had it. And I would describe it as PMS and steroids. 
it's just to the nth degree, it's severe physical symptoms, it's severe emotional symptoms that really affected my life and my family. According to the International Society for Premenstrual Disorders, about 5-10% to of women are affected with PMDD. It's not very well known, which I think is insane. So they're describing it like supercharged PMS and again, intense emotional and physical symptoms that occur between ovulation and menstruation. So for me, that was always kicking in about 10, sometimes even 14 days before my cycle actually started. And how I knew that this would happen is because I always tracked everything with an app. There's something called P-Tracker that I used when we were trying to get pregnant. And then also I just kind of kept up with it because I started a track that I was feeling a certain way the same time each month. And I wanted to see if it was at all related to my menstrual cycle. And so I just started tracking how I would feel. And this app makes it really easy. There's like a laundry list of symptoms that you're feeling and you can just check off how you're feeling and and track mood swings and stuff like that. So I ended up doing that and I started to notice this pattern that the same time every single month I would start to turn into what my husband lovingly refers to as hormonezilla. That's when I really knew it was related to my cycle. So okay, I went to my doctor. The doctor recommended antidepressants or birth control. And I wasn't willing to do that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. But for me personally, I wanted to look at natural ways and other ways that I could heal myself without taking a pill and being reliant on a pill. So I ended up doing lots of research. I tried oils. They didn't really work. I tried meditating during that time of the month. That worked for a little bit. And then my symptoms came back. I tried exercise. So I would definitely make it a point to exercise when I started feeling those symptoms and that actually helped me for about one or two months, but then it went back to the same old, same old. And at its worst, I would be yelling at my kids, super crabby, very short tempered at work in my nine to five. I noticed that I was very easy to snap on other people when normally I'm so patient and so professional. And then in my personal relationships, I would be argumentative, just, just not myself I guess I would use it as an excuse or a crutch because I knew that's what it was doing to me and I would be very open in saying, well, it's almost that time, so you're just going to have to deal with it. But I was really sad on the inside and I didn't want to continue to be so crabby and it, it affects my kid's life and bring them to tears, which would then bring my own self to tears and it was just ugly. I, I would describe it as a monster. So for a while, the search continued and I started to make what I call a contingency self-care plan. So when I knew that that time of the month was coming, I would cancel plans. I knew that I wouldn't be in a good mood anyways, and I didn't want anyone to ask me what was wrong. So I started just hiding out at my house. And as you guys know, I'm an ENFP and an Enneagram 7, and my whole world is going out and trying new things and having fun and not canceling a wine night with a friend because I knew I was going to be crabby or not smiling and not really talkative. And that's when someone who is in my life approached me. I truly believe people are put into our life for a reason or for a season. And I have this person in my life. She is one of my first business coaches and she actually just received her hypnotherapist certification and she offered to give me a session. So I said, okay, great. And I still had my coaching hat on at the time. So I thought I was going to go into it to work on some mindset and abundance 
meditations, but when I filled out her questionnaire, I started to see some of the ailments that we could work on. It said stuff like depression, anxiety, all kinds of things, all kinds of ailments. And I thought, wow, this can help with this. And then there was a question on it that said, if I could wave a magic wand and change your life, what is the one thing that you would want me to do for you? And it flashed before my, my eyes and it was like, I want her to cure me of PMDD. Long story short, she did. And I honestly can say that I haven't suffered in, this is my third cycle. So three months since we've had one RTT or rapid transformational therapy session. And I have a treat for you guys. I'm interviewing her and it's airing next week. So you're going to have to listen in on this because if there's something that you're suffering from, there is a really good chance she may be able to help you. And I want to spread the word with this because like I said, this one session really changed my life for the better. So I want to dig into what was my session like because yes, y'all, I was hypnotized. (laughs) And first of all, to date, I haven't even told many people about this. Some of my family who's going to be listening to this is going to be like, what, Michelle? How did you not tell me this? But I haven't because the few people I did tell kind of gave me a weird raised eyebrow face. And the thought of being hypnotized really brings up weird things in our mind, like that stopwatch tick-tock, tick-tock going back and forth with like a weirdo in a suit. And it's so not like that. No one's going to make you cluck like a chicken against your will. Even more so, it does not mean you're brainwashed. It does not mean you're weak or that your mind is weak. What I would describe it like is that it's a very deep meditation session that someone helps bring out in you. So I'm a really open person. I think you guys know that by now. I'm up for trying almost anything once. I've rappelled down waterfalls and walked across rickety rope bridges knowing that I have a fear of heights and really dreading it in the moment, but then looking back and being like, I got through this. So when she approached me for this session, I was like, oh yeah, I'm all in and I'm open to it. But there was a part of me that was thinking, is this going to work? What is this hoopla? I didn't know much about hypnotherapy. And to this day, I still don't. But I knew that if there was a chance that it would work, that I was going to go all in and I was going to be very positive about the experience. All right. So here's how it went down. Okay, you guys, I'm going to give you kind of the behind the scenes action. We started at, I think, eight o'clock at night. So it was right after my boys were in bed. My husband put them down for me and I was in my room sitting up in my bed. I had a little light on and I had Lindsay talking to me through my cell phone and I think we met via Zoom. So she wanted to be able to see me at least for the first part and then after that it really didn't matter. So she asked me to get in a comfortable position and she asked me to look up uh, to the sky and then do some deep breaths and then she's watching for some kind of signal I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you guys now because I don't want to invoke a fake response or have you do something that your body normally wouldn't do because you know this signal. So she's looking for something that is a clue as to is this going to work because there is a small, small percentage of the population who isn't able to be hypnotized or put into this deep meditative state. So there's this clue physically that she looks for. And she saw it in me. So then she had me count backwards from 10 really slowly and picture some image. I think it was me going downstairs or something like that. At this moment, 
she asks me if I'm comfortable and tells me to kind of relax. And if you do hear any outside noises, that that's going to actually help you go deeper into a meditation. So instead of like snapping you out of it, um, she tells you that it will help you go even deeper. And so from there, she had me picture three scenes from my childhood. And the first one, I really didn't know what to say, but I let go and I thought of this random scene from my childhood. It wasn't a repressed memory. It wasn't something that was scary. It was just something that affected me that took away my voice. And that might not make a lot of sense to you guys because you don't know the actual details of the story. But basically, what I realized after the session was done and maybe weeks after the session was done was that there was some things that happened to me when I was little that actually took away my voice and PMDD or PMS was giving me that voice back. So she took me through these three scenarios and I described the situation that I was in and then she had me go back and do another one and another one. So I think we went younger and younger. She basically tied all those experiences together for me in a nice little bow and said, this is why I think you have it. This is what you can do to eradicate it. So we actually thanked the PMDD for giving me a voice because a lot of the times I do like to bite my tongue. I don't like to have confrontation or conflict, but I'm feeling those conflicting things on the inside, but I'll bite my tongue and hold them in just for the sake of keeping the peace and keeping the energy good in a room if I'm versus having a difficult conversation with somebody. But during that time of the month, oh, I would let I would let people have it. I would say what's on my mind. I would go there. It was like my seven wing eight came out and I was all eight all up in your face. That was essentially me giving myself a voice for so many years when I didn't have one and I couldn't speak up and I didn't speak up. So that's my very, very personal experience with that hypnotherapy session. It did get a little emotional and I hope I don't sound crazy right now, but honestly, it really did help me. Maybe I'm going too far deep into this because I don't want to scare anyone away for bringing up something in your childhood or in your past that maybe isn't so nice or let's be real, could be really traumatic. But what you have to understand is that if there's healing on the other side of that and you can break through, that's exactly why it's called rapid transformational therapy. If you go on Lindsay's website, and I'll definitely give you guys a link, she says that this form of therapy can do in one session what years and years of traditional therapy can do for someone. And I've never done traditional therapy. I think it's amazing. I almost think everyone should have a therapist in this day and age. But for me, this worked so well. And I want to share with you guys uh, real quick what happened to me maybe two months after this session. So after the session, she gave me a meditation that was unique to me, and I was supposed to listen to it for 21 days, which I did because I am such a good student. And what that does is it fills in that gap that the PMDD space once held in you physiologically, and it kind of brings goodness into that space. So you're reaffirming what you just learned in that one session through this meditation that she gives you and it's personalized so great i listened to that i think maybe a week later it was that time of the month again you know dun 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 and i realized that it was little to nothing as far as physical symptoms and emotional symptoms i wasn't 
bringing out Hormonezilla. I was very even keel. I was actually pretty much in a really good mood, matter of fact. And even so that my husband commented and I said, ooh, this is working. So then the next month happened and I wasn't listening to the meditations and I remember having a really bad day. So I think this was actually one or two months ago. So it was either September or October. And I remember having a really bad afternoon. It was like a really bad hour. Looked on my period tracker app. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. There it is. And I thought to myself, maybe I'm not healed. Maybe this was a sham. Maybe I am a placebo and the placebo is wearing off, right? But then I realized something that my episode had only lasted one hour instead of all day or all week. And what I realized in that moment was that I was able to snap myself out of it. I was able to say, you know what? I had a moment. I fell, but I'm not going to let this own me and control me anymore. And I immediately DM'd Lindsay and told her, I could probably even go back and read it, but I thanked her and said, you know, I had a mishap. I had a slip up, but then I recognized what it was and I was able to snap myself out of it. Whereas before our session, I would have let that, attitude and that crabbiness ride me the whole way. It would have just led me through my whole entire day because I would have been like, oh, it's that time of the month. This is just how it's going to be. It's not me. Something's happening in my brain. It's a hormone imbalance. My estrogen is spiked, whatever. Yeah, my estrogen is still spiking. Like Those physical things could still be happening in my body, but I'm able to control it so much better now. And if I have an hour slip up, that's better than a day or a week. So for me, it was totally... A win-win situation and it was totally worth the energy that I put into the meditating every single night and the hypnotherapy session itself. So that's it. That's my story of the day I got hypnotized and how it changed my life forever and ever for the better. But in true put your passion to work fashion, I want to give you guys some tangible tips that you can take away if you're suffering from PMS or if you actually think you might have the PMS and steroids like me and suffer from PMDD. First and foremost, I'm going to tell you to talk to your doctor. When's the last time you had a checkup? Go have that conversation. I think that's kind of a common sense thing that everyone is supposed to say. So there you go. That's tip number one. But let me go ahead and give you a few more tips. Step one is go ahead and track your symptoms either on an app or in a journal and see if there's a pattern the way I did, which really opened my eyes to the fact that I might have something that's a little bit more severe than just your normal run-of-the-mill PMS. The second thing that you want to do is give yourself some grace. You know that this can be a hard time. I didn't even tell you guys the story of how it affected my business and how I would really just shut everything down. I wouldn't do any business work. I felt like I didn't want to sit at my laptop and do business work when I was feeling so off and crabby and down and depressed, etc. So I gave myself grace. I gave myself permission to step away and I actually started to plan ahead of time and know when that week was going to happen and kind of ramp up the week before so that I didn't even feel guilty about taking a few days off of my business during that week. Another thing you can do is practice self-care. I mentioned earlier this contingency plan I had for self-care. So before you get into this hormone crazy cycle, write down things that make you feel good and go do them. It doesn't have to cost money. It can be read a book. It can be go upstairs and hide out in your spare bedroom and watch TV. It can be 
going to the gym, it can be doing yoga, etc. But do those things that are really going to lift your spirits and pour back into your own self. It's super important regularly and it's even more important, I think, when we're suffering from these types of symptoms due to our menstrual cycle. Now, I mentioned that I tried oils and although it didn't work for me, everyone is different and it might help you. So doTERRA makes oils specifically for women's health. I think it's clary sage. And there's different things you can do in the world of oils that may help. I kind of already touched on this in the self-care tip, but definitely exercise. Lifting your body physically is always going to be a lift mentally because of the dopamines that it releases in our brain. I know yoga is definitely a good one for a lot of women. So prioritize exercise into your self-care routine. And something else you can do? is have the conversation. Talk to your loved ones, talk to a best friend, and just let them know how you're feeling because you are normal. This is something that affects, again, every single woman who has a cycle. (laughs) She's felt this before, and if it's something that is to the extreme the way that I did have it, maybe you even look into a hypnotherapy session. Maybe you already have a therapist and you can talk to them about it. Maybe you can even look into who I used, Lindsay Maloney. And again, I will put a link below because it's worth it. And it might be an investment, but it's completely worth it. And think about the alternatives. Just living with it shouldn't be an option. I did that for way too long, you guys, and it affected relationships. I can still think back on arguments I've had with people in my life that were completely related to my PMDD. And you don't want to have to apologize and do something you regret. So go ahead and get on top of this. Do not live with it. Know there's a solution. Do one of these steps. And if you guys resonated with this at all and you don't think I went to crazy town, please show me some support. Let me know that I got super vulnerable for a reason and that you're going to do something about it, that you're going to share this with a friend, that you are going to know and feel like, hey, this is something That's completely normal, and this is something that I can take control of today. All right, you guys, so thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really, really hope that this can change even just one person's life by recognizing that she might have these symptoms and that she doesn't have to live with them. Let me know on Instagram. Send me a message. Shout me out in your stories. I am at PutYourPassionToWork. As always, here's to your passion and success. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Put Your Passion to Work. Because together, we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.